Welcome back to Autolux Autopod. I am your host, Everett J. And this week, we're going to be taking a look at one of the most desired vehicles that we can't wait until it's revealed the 2021 Ford Bronco. Yes, Jeep, it's coming for you, and it's going to revolutionize how we see Ford products into the future. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Now, if you're one of those people that is just like me, you've been waiting for the Bronco to return. You've been in love with it ever since you saw the original 60s models, and then you were made clearly aware of it through movies like Harold and Kumar and an infamous police chase from O.J. Simpson back in the 90s, which unfortunately interrupted my Star Trek episode, but hey, we all need to see a guy being chased in a white Bronco. So for that, today we're going to be looking at the Ford Bronco, where it has come from, where it has been, and where it is going. Now, you probably all heard the rumors about the brand new 2021 Ford Bronco. It's going to be one of these revolutionary vehicles for the Ford Motor Company. Yeah, Ford is ditched all sedans. They said, that's it, North America, there's no more sedans. We're, d- we're done, we're done, we're done. All CUVs. Well, unfortunately, they've forgotten that there's also a marketplace for SUVs. And with the rise of the CUV marketplace, there has become a rise and need again for SUVs. People are starting to look at vehicles like the Jeep Wrangler, like the Cherokee, like the brand new Grand Cherokee. They're looking at these products saying, hey, we want go anywhere vehicles. We, we don't care. Like, you can make these vehicles with the same gas mileage as their crossover utility vehicle kind apart and that's where ford has made a ton of money you know we're talking about EcoSport, we're talking about escape the edge the explorer but they're all built off of car-based platforms they're not dedicated to all-terrain all-purpose vehicles no the bronco was that the only vehicle in their stable that actually still is that is the ford expedition and unfortunately the excursion has gone the way of the dodo because massive vehicles like that are completely out of style which kind of begs the question as how does general motors still keep producing the Suburban, the Yukon, and the Escalade. But Ford can keep the excursion on. And hell, Dodge has never even gotten into that marketplace. We're here to look at the Bronco. Now, born from a need to beat Jeep and International back in the 60s, being a company that originally built the Jeep Wrangler for Bantam before it was taken over by Willys and became Willys Jeep Corporation, Ford pretty much pioneered all-terrain vehicles. They did it with the Bantam Jeep. Move ahead into the 60s they don't own the product line anymore no 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 it's it's gone to willies this is long before american motors long before chrysler has ever bought it no it is willies corporation that has it well there's a need for jeeps as the 50s proven sedans and flow of income thanks to the end of the war tons of people out there wanting to buy everything well the 60s brought out for peace and free love and a desire to go anywhere well ford saw that desire and after watching jeep and international enter those marketplaces ford decided Back in 1965, they released their icon. Yes, we get it. 1965, just after the Ford Mustang was released, Ford pushed the ever-great icon of the Bronco. And you're looking at other markets and that they wanted to get into because the Mustang pioneered in sports cars. What else could we do? Well, let's go up against Jeep International. Let's go after the SUV marketplace that's now starting to take shape. It hasn't exploded. No, it, it, it takes a long time before that explodes. And being that the Mustang has created an entirely new market out of the booming generation, 
generation, this generation, also has a desire to go off-road, and they see that Jeep and International are taking the market share. Ford wants it. They want to put it out there. And in the 60s, bam, they got trucks. Why not make their truck platform a little bit smaller, and let's go up against Jeep. We're going to create the Bronco. We're going to create an ever more popular beach-going vehicle. Now, this product was built to cater to the younger marketplace. This is true in earlier models, as the size and price point were right in line where younger generations could afford to purchase them. They fell in the same lines as the Mustang. They wanted to be an entry level for the younger marketplace. They wanted to be there. They wanted these kids to go out and buy their vehicle instead of going out and buy the Jeep. By the second generation, the original entry level Bronco gave way to the bulky class of off-roaders that was now starting to appear during the 70s. We're talking about competition. Dodge and GM have seen the writing on the wall. They said, we want to compete against the Bronco. But the Bronco's too small. See, Jeep already owns that territory. We don't want to get into that because it's you're competing against Jeep. And trying to compete against Jeep is not an easy thing to do. Even in today's day and age, it is hard to compete against the Jeep Wrangler. Very few companies can manage to do it. Look at even Suzuki with the Jimny. It's smaller than the Wrangler. So it's not a direct competitor, but it still competes. Uh, then you can move to China with the Beijing Automotive Group's BJ40. This thing looks like a Jeep. It's a cross between a Jeep and a Bronco. And that's what you get. Well, like I said, back in the 70s, we're starting to look at Dodge GM. They're starting to change things up. They're starting to change things. They start moving in. You get things like the Dodge Ram Charger, the Plymouth Trail Bruster, Trail Duster, and move over to General Motors Corporation. You get the K5 Blazer and the Jimmy product. Well, Ford wants to get into this. They, they, they want to get into that bigger market share because now these people who are in the 60s buying the Mustangs and the small Broncos are now moving up. That the giant bubble of the younger generation, the baby boomers, and now moving past their first products, which is a fun go anywhere vehicles where it's just for them. And back then, everyone owned a vehicle, unlike today. So they didn't pass. Well, this bubble is slowly moving into the 70s. Now they're having kids. And a Bronco isn't the best thing to go out into the wilderness with your entire family. No. You know, Dodge, Plymouth, GM, and Chevy have answered that with their products because they are bigger. You can fit your family plus your cargo, go out into the bush, pull your trailer, go out camping and have an, an adventure. The Bronco needed to change. So come along the second generation of the Bronco and it moves up into the Ford F-150 plan. It moves into something that will eventually spawn something even better. And that second generation of the Bronco has gotten bigger. Now it's making a statement. Now it's saying, we are here. We are going to take over the world. But unfortunately, over time, Ford would see the fall of ending this small Bronco. Gotta remember, they learned this with the Mustang later on too. How the Mustang got bigger and bigger, 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 and then you get into the late 70s and it just shrinks down to the Fox platform. That tiny little Ford Mustang too that nobody likes to say is an actual Mustang because it's a Pinto-based platform. The Bronco was like that too. And by the 1980s, the gas crisis of the late 70s hit, and we start getting into the 80s, we start getting more safety features, and people, a new generation, the post-baby boomers, who were wanting to get into vehicles. Well, this creates an explosion in the 80s. Just before the market crashes, this creates an explosion of a need for smaller vehicles once again. Like we said, they moved the Bronco up to the big F-150 platform. Well, what did you do? You left it behind. You left your product behind. How are we going to get it back into this marketplace? We need to do something that our competition is not doing. And by the mid-80s, Ford, who's joined up 
with Mazda Corporation is actually bought out percentage of the corporation stated you are going to be building our small truck a Ranger truck they're going to build this small truck for Ford and the Mazda B series is going to spawn the Ford Ranger well you get things like the Suzuki Samurai and later the sidekick coming into North America mark these small little vehicles a Mitsubishi Raider they're amazing little SUVs and people are gobbling them up like crazy the Japanese are gods at creating these small cars in the 80s with a big three have just fallen through bankruptcy and major issues because of the gas crisis in the 70s with their big huge engines big huge cars they didn't know how to make them smaller no they didn't know well ford had the fortunate event of buying into the master corporation now this later on would prove to be a great marriage because there are more products that these two companies work with and some of these products that they work with to create that are still here today but back in the 80s they needed to get into the small marketplace they needed to get into the marketplace with smaller vehicles and with the ford ranger coming out what could they do what could they do they could go back and create the original small bronco again but because the bronco nameplate is now synonymous with this big burly off-road powerhouse to take you and your buddies going hunting into the bush not you just going power banning through dirt and mud no they gotta call it something else well they're doing the same thing now that they did back in the 80s they call it the bronco 2 now this product was an amazing little built off the ranger platform back then which was co-developed by mazda who is amazing at building small vehicles gotta remember mazda had been building small trucks since the 60s so they kind of knew what they were doing the bronco 2 comes out unfortunately it doesn't live very long it gets a mild refresh but really it goes from a complete square body ford ranger of the early 80s to the curved off late 80s model it only gets two variations with the exact same platform and lives a short six-year life cycle but again why did this happen well markets are shifting and by the late 80s 1989 we start getting into better fuel economy people want better fuel economy again it's not a gas crisis but younger generation just can't afford to pay for these things can't afford to dump tons of money into this big block v8 when they first get their vehicle the bronco 2 unfortunately suffers because of the need for better gas mileage it's built off the old ford ranger platform well when they updated to the second generation ford ranger the ranger decided to make a two-door and four-door version of a brand new suv it was going to take the place of the bronco the ford did a good thing by not keeping the bronco 2 nameplate on this product because this product went on to be the ford explorer that we still have today the original ford explorer was built off the ranger platform today it is not no it was built off the pre-existing ford taurus platform unibot vehicle as opposed to body on frame but the original explorer still wasn't fully body on frame it gave the appeal of off-road ability but it was more urbanized we had the fall of the bronco too now at this point the explorer is here the bronco which is synonymous with the oj chase scene is still around and it keeps living on we get into the 90s and the bronco nameplate by this point has never been more than a two-door big burly vehicle while we're moving into the mid 90s the demise of the bronco 2 because you couldn't make it a four-door bronco 2 is diminished the explorer has taken the bronco 2 spot the bronco is still here still going strong unfortunately by the mid 90s unless you were a jeep wrangler a dedicated all-terrain off-road vehicle the writing was slowly becoming onto the wall and as ford decided to finally release their expedition off their brand new ford f-150 platform the bronco was majorly seeing the writing on the wall and with that girlish horrible f-150 platform of the late 90s with the rounded front end that made it amazing for a lightning model horrible for an suv model the bronco nameplate suffered its fate and gave way to the expedition and why because the expedition was a brand new nameplate that could be used for anything it was a body on frame built out the ford f-150 platform but it could be two 
two-door. It could be four-door. It could be six-door. It could be whatever the hell they want it to be because it's brand new. Bronco wasn't. Bronco was synonymous with being a two-door, burly off-road vehicle. But unfortunately, by this time, it was a big gas-guzzling pig. By the time the, the original Bronco had finally died out, the Ram Charger, Duster, hell, even the Blazer and Jimmy that were the exact same as the Bronco are all gone. Yes, the Blazer and Jimmy products were still existing, but at this time, they moved to a smaller platform. They did the same thing as, as what happened with the Bronco 2, but they moved to smaller platform. The big Blazer days were gone. The big Jimmy days were gone. Gone and given over to the Yukon and Tahoe. They took over for those products. With Dodge and the Dodge Chrysler Stable, they retired the Ram Charger. It once again appeared in the late 90s, early 2000s as a Ram Charger in Mexico, but unfortunately in the North American marketplace, Ram Charger never once existed again. And the Trail Duster, well, you gotta remember, by the early 2000s, Plymouth was gone. And big SUVs, unfortunately within the Dodge Stable, never have come back. The Durango being the only exception. You can't say the Nitro because it was just a rehash, horrible version of the Liberty. And yet again, by this time, the Bronco is it's faded, seems to be gone, and giving way to the Wrangler CJ, and becoming the only product in the market. And with very few competitors, the Jeep Wrangler just basically kept carrying on. And into the early 2000s, it was showing that it wanted to be an amazing product. And by 2004, Ford decided to say, play around with the idea of doing another Bronco, because they don't like the fact that Jeep owned an entire marketplace on their own. Kind of like how everyone by the mid-90s all had minivans, because they didn't like the fact that Chrysler owned the marketplace for that. Well, by 2004, Bronco was starting to move into concept form. 2004, Bronco. Amazing look. But Ford didn't know if they could do it, because, you know, the Wrangler wasn't selling like hotcakes. People were into CUVs. The CUV, as people called it back then, the SUV craze was on. But the SUV craze only lasted from the late 90s into the early 2000s. Once you get into about 2008, when the financial crisis hit, CUVs were gone like that. I know, because I own one. I own a Kia Borrego. And that Borrego was the only body-on-frame Kia ever sold in North America, and it was only sold here for three years. 2008, 2009, 2010. That's the 2007, 2008, 2009 models. Only sold for three years, because the SUV marketplace dried up. Everybody wanted to save money on gas. So they all moved over to the crossover platforms. They all moved over to the unibodies. The Ford Explorer made the shift and went to unibody. The Expedition? No, it's still built on the F-150 platform, but the F-150 platform is because it's the bread and butter of Ford. It has been engineered and everything has been poured into it to make it as fuel efficient as a full-size truck can be. Well, the Bronco just seemed to be lagging behind. Every once in a while, it would show up at auto shows, showing its face with this amazing little box on wheels concept. Ford thought, maybe, maybe, just maybe, they could do this. And in 2007, Ford was down in Brazil. Now, Brazil, by this time, has become part of the BRIC nation. In the early 2000s, there's four nations called the BRIC nations. Brazil, Russia, India, China. These four nations were set to take the world by storm and become the biggest marketplaces for everything in the world. We already know China is becoming number one. Russia has had its issues, but Brazil, Brazil, was picking steam. And in 2007, Ford was down there, and they found out there's this company called Troller, using Ford Ranger platforms to build their own little SUV. And they built a rival to the Wrangler and the CJ. Well, Troller T4 is an amazing product. And Ford looked at this and said, hey, we can sell these things down in Brazil. So they snapped up the company, just like that. This is great for Troller, because now they had a major corporate backing. But what was Ford going to do with it? Are they going to use it? No. But they did have something they could use to bring back the Bronco. Because this thing's already built off a Ranger platform. It's using the engines, using the platform. So Ford can now use this as a test bed for a new Bronco. Now move a little forward. Jump to January 2017, and it finally becomes clear that Ford is going to get back into the Bronco game. They 
set a release date for 2021 for a brand new Ford Bronco model. They don't give any idea of what it's going to be, what it's going to be built off of. Everybody starts stipulating, hey, it's going to be the Troller T4. They're just going to bring it here and sell it as that. Be the easiest thing to do. It's small and amazing. But no, Ford's not doing that. They've been playing around with the idea for the past couple of years. Now, the former concept in 2004 just showed a similar design language to the original 65 Ford Bronco of where it can go. But it was between 2004 and 2017, between that, you got the financial crisis, the fallout of the SUV marketplace. Like by then, everything was gone. Just look at it. Major SUVs were gone. And it wasn't until about 2012 they started picking up steam again. 2017, when Ford finally releases and said they're going to create a new Bronco, the Jeep brand is the most powerful brand in Fiat Chrysler Association. And now with the Peugeot Citroën taking them over, Jeep is still one of the most powerful brands within their stable. Why? Because people are buying SUVs. People everywhere are buying SUVs. And like we said, there's the brick nations. There's Brazil, Russia, India, and China. India, like small car. And like Europe, their insurance is based off of how the size of engine you have. So a lot of people buy smaller engines, smaller cars. More fuel efficient, plus it's not lots of room. You're not going to go very far. So it's not a major increase for SUVs. Small little CUVs, but not SUVs. Russia, well, Russia's had its issues, but it's got US. They basically own the market. US and Lada own the market there. Brazil, they own Troller. The only other competitor is TAC, the TAC Star, or the Jeep Wrangler. So you get three competitors in Brazil. We don't need a Bronco there. North America needs a Bronco, and China needs a Bronco. So China is exploding. But what are we going to do? Except for release this year, we're finally going to see what all of this hype is leading up to. And Ford has stated that they're not doing just one Bronco, they're doing two. So now we know the Troller T4 could be utilized for a smaller product. And they've already stated that a new, brand new Bronco 2 is going to be working off of the Ranger platform. What's the normal Bronco going to be running off? Are they going to bring back the full-size behemoth that OJ got caught driving down on interstate in the US? Or are they both going to be small? Is one going to be the size of a Jimny and one going to be the size of the T4 to go up against a Wrangler? Or is it going to be a Wrangler-inspired and a full-blown Bronco? Only time will tell. We'll find out later this year. Let's just hope it's going to be a great product. But you got to remember, the desire for Broncos has never died out. Even when it left us, people still want it. You want proof of that? Icon Auto. Go check out their website. Click over to our corporate website link. Scroll down. Go to the Coach Build one and look for Icon. The logo is a weird-looking little lizard. Jump to their website and you'll find an old-school Bronco. An old-school F-150s, Dodge Rams, FJ Cruisers. Hell, they do all kinds of things. They managed to get the designs and build aspects to build replicas of the original 1965 Ford Bronco. And they've been selling them like crazy. They're known for the Bronco and the FJ. But now, with the return of the new 2021 Bronco, more and more people have a desire to have an original driving up resale markets. So what we could say all around is that we are glad that Ford is going to be bringing back the Bronco nameplate. We're going to be proud to see it, drive it, and feel it when it finally does come out. And when it finally does, we'll finally be able to put this full Ford Explorer thing behind us. How it took over and took out the Ford Bronco. So in closing, really, does Ford need to properly engineer and build a brand new Bronco? Or could they have used the Troller T4 platform to get a head start on a Bronco 2 and then move in to the standard Bronco? That's a question we always have to ask. For. And it's one they still have not answered us about. Why didn't they use the Troller T4? Hell, you just redeveloped that thing for the Brazilian marketplace and it has proven after the floods they'd had. And with Icon selling the 65 replica Broncos, it was just a matter of time before Ford was going to say it's coming back. This is Everett J from Autolux Autopod saying keep following our Podbeam, iTunes, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and every once in a while we throw some stuff up on Pinterest. Or make your way over to www.autolux.net to see what's all happening within the brand new Ford market and the Bronco. We will be rating it once it arrives on our shores. This is Everett Jay saying strap yourself in for one fun wild ride from Ford in the brand new release of the 2021 Bronco.